welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and my fine wife, Bev, is not with me today. Um, we're going to talk about one of the scriptures, 365 scriptures in the Bible, tell you to do not be afraid, no fear. And we're going to talk about one of them every day during this year. Today, the 31st, 2 Samuel 9, 7. 2 Samuel 9, 7, don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you'll always eat at my table. Well, we'd really like to teach that. And, uh, well, not today, because today we're going to talk about <laughs> looking for answers in all the wrong places. You know, there's a verse in an old country western song that says, looking for love in all the wrong places. This morning, I felt like telling, I felt the Lord telling me that a lot of his children are looking for relief and rest from financial problems and stress in all the wrong places. Now, it's only natural to remove bad news and burdens from your thought process. However, way too many believers are doing it in the wrong ways. People experiencing financial stress are often lured into further problems by using a I feel good by buying something philosophy. Well, that got them into trouble in the first place. Christians don't generally numb their anxiety by drinking and smoking weed or anything like that, other escape mechanisms that the world may use. However, they're often enticed to find a temporary high through shopping and, dare I say, overeating. The problem is that doesn't work. In fact, it just magnifies the problem with more problems and delays a lasting solution. Some men, well, I want to say most, but I'm not, spend time inventing, inventing ways not to talk about financial problems. It's the, if I don't talk about it, it may go away mentality. Women, on the other hand, tend to worry more and may choose this is his problem mentality to deal with the stress. That really doesn't work. But the heart of this teaching is not to focus on the problem. It's to point out the scriptural solution which is found in Matthew 11, 28, 28, classic Amplified Bible. It says, Come to me, all you who labor, are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Scripture says that we're to come to him, not go to the mall or to our BFF, best friend forever, or some temporary diversion that end up, well, may well end up making matters worse. Scripture doesn't say, well, you could come to me. No, the verse says, come to me. We need to tell him our troubles, spend time in his presence. Doesn't it just make good sense to spend time with the one who can solve all your problems? Not a few, not some, but all of your problems. Who should come to him? All who labor. When you see the word labor 
we typically associate it with the context uh, that is used in our modern society. We think labor means work. In fact, in some circles, you know, the workers are referred to as laborers. The word does not mean, come to me all you who work. The Greek word for labor, G2872, G2817, 72, 2872, means to grow weary, tired, exhausted, with toil or burdens or grief. Worrying about money can definitely leave you worried, tired, and exhausted. That seems to be the definite pattern for folks whose money runs out before the month does, for those who've been laid off, for those who feel so broke they can't pick up all the pieces or even pay attention. You can grow weary, tired, and exhausted in worrying about your family, whether or not your children or loved ones are safe. You can grow weary, tired, and exhausted being overly concerned about the security of your job. You can grow weary, tired, and exhausted worrying about a bad report from the doctor. You can grow weary, tired, and exhausted above all and everything when you're looking out into the wrong sources. The scripture says, Come to me, all you who labor or are heavy laden and overburdened. If you're behind on your mortgage or any other payments, that's definitely a load on your back and a burden that you really can't carry by yourself. The last part of Matthew 11, 28, 11, 28, Classic Amplified says, as a reminder, it says, I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Buying something you can't afford with money you don't have will not ease, relieve, and refresh your soul, but God will. Resorting to worldly relief philosophies won't refresh your soul, but God will. Blaming your spouse for the problems you're facing won't ease, relieve, or refresh your soul, but God will. He will give you rest, which is the Greek word G373. G373, and it means to cause or permit one to cease from any movement or labor in order to recover and collect his strength, to keep quiet of calm and patient expectation. Some people find it hard to rest, even for a day let alone a weekend or a week due to what they perceive to be the demands of their job, perhaps the financial stress they're facing. No matter what battles you're facing, take comfort in the words of Exodus 14.14, classic Amplified. It says, The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace and remain at rest. As we go into personalize. The Lord will fight for Sonia, and she shall have her peace and remain at rest. Contemporary English version of that verse says, The Lord will fight for you, and you won't have to do a thing. When you know the Lord is fighting your battles, that should release you to follow his instructions and rest. The New Living Translation, that verse says, just stay calm. Just stay calm. Psalm 61, verses 1 and 2. 60, Psalm 62, 
verses 1 and 2. My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, and I will never be shaken. Exodus 33:14, 33:14. The Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I'll give you rest. See, there's a lot more that can be written or spoken about rest, as it appears in over, well, it appears over 380 times in King James Version of the Bible. But this is the verse God directed me to. But the bottom line is this. Rest in Him, in His presence, in His protection. Matthew eleven twenty eight, eleven twenty eight. You live in translation. Then Jesus said, "Come to me, all of you who are weary, carry heavy burdens, and I'll give you rest." You know. You know how I love reading Scripture, and God says something to me. As I was reading that verse, the Lord said to me, "Tell those who have an ear to hear." that the children of Israel were in the wilderness because of the choices they made. But I did not leave them there. I brought them out and took them into the land of more than enough. Tell my children to focus on me. Bring me their troubles. Trust in me. Patiently expect and anticipate their financial deliverance, which is coming from me and not the world. When we rest in Him, we get refreshed. Psalm 23.3, classic amplifier. He refreshes and restores my life, myself. He leads me in the paths of righteousness, uprightness, and right standing with Him, not for my earning, but for His name's sake. As we are resting, we also need to be rejoicing in the Lord. Psalm 118.24, 118.24, Classic Amplified Bible. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. 1 Thessalonians 5.16, 5.16, Classic Amplified. Be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad-hearted continually, always. Now, I think the Message Bible translation of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18, is a good scripture to end this teaching with. It says, be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you, who belong to Christ Jesus, to live. Be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants Mount, who belongs to Christ Jesus, to live. Listen, child of God, if you're looking for solutions, if you're looking for solutions, look in the right place. To the only one who can give you peace in the midst of every storm. The one who will refresh you, renew you, as you rejoice him in him. And he got his word on it. Hallelujah. He got his word on it. Praise God. Glory hallelujah. Think on these things. Well, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 8.30. If you're blessed by the teaching of the ministry, go to heraldherring.com. Click the button that says, Soul Seed. Just ask God what seed it have you sown. Do what he says. 
That's all we ever ask. And we just want to thank you. And uh, I don't normally do this, but I want to say a special thanks to my friends John and Corrine, who gave me a book, The Maxwell Daily Planner. I've really, really enjoyed that book. And for everybody else, well, I want you to have a terrific Tuesday, the best one you've ever had. And expect supernatural manifestation in your life today. And if it doesn't seem like it's coming, just say, Lord, I thank you. There's a turnaround coming today. Things are going to turn and change. Father, I'm not in a setback. I'm preparing for a comeback. Hallelujah. Rejoice. Rejoice. And again, we say rejoice. Hallelujah. Well, until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking, Rich Thoughts.